Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first installment of the Off the Script podcast with your main host, Jimmy Sagas. So, with that being said, this is going to be my new podcast that I'm starting up, and I'm uh, super excited about it. Um, this has been in the works for many years now. Um, just been a lot of distractions and procrastination, and there really hasn't been any action. So, like I say, today is the first official day that I am putting out my first episode. So uh, with that, with this new podcast that I'm starting, um, you will hear a variety of guests that come on and have opinions on certain topics. Um, there isn't really any industry like specific of topics, but whatever whatever uh, guest that comes on that wants to talk about whatever they want to talk about, they'll come on and uh, we'll have a good conversation. Um, Types of episodes you'll hear, I want to do snake drafts. I know um, certain podcasts have snake draft episodes or different types of interviews, but I don't want to have it centered on a single thing to do. I want to have this podcast be, my friends want to come on and talk about LeBron James versus Michael Jordan. It'll be like that. So there's no specific topic on it, but which with each guest, it'll uh, it'll change. But uh, it's the perfect, this podcast that I'm, that I'm releasing, it's the perfect podcast for, you know, your daily commute to work and you're, uh, you're tired of that old playlist and you, you don't want to hear the same old songs or the same old Joe Rogan and, and his episodes, but it's just a new voice to hear and something that's more relatable. Um, off the script, so there's no script involved. This first episode, there's gonna, it's, it's going to sound like there's a script, but that's just, this is the beginning episode. We're just getting into this. I'm, this is my first episode, so I'm just getting into this. But, uh, yeah, so just a great sit-down conversation with, uh, like, a friend or a, or a family member. And uh, most importantly, I want this podcast to uh, put a smile on someone's face. I don't want this podcast to offend anyone, or if it does offend you, I'm sorry. But I want this podcast to really to really make, make someone happier with their day. That's 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 what the, the main goal is. And my only rule that I have on the podcast is absolutely no politics. I won't discuss bo- politics on here. I, I don't want to get into it. That's just that's just my only rule. And uh, before we get started here, I wanted to um, thank Alex and uh, Red Hawk Media for the opportunity to do this recording with this uh, equipment that he ha- that that uh, IUN has. It's a uh, it's a really good opportunity, and I really want to appreciate I really appreciate Alex and uh, and Red Hawk Media for all their help and uh, support. Um, I've always been a fast talker my whole life, so I know I'm I'm just starting off. I'm working on it. So, with that being said. Let's get right into it. So today, the first official guest of the pod, I have my cousin here, Johnny Trichek. Johnny, how are we doing today, brother? Yo, how's it going? How's it going, man? Excited to be here, be the first guest here on uh, Off the Script. Off the Script, man, Appreciate yeah. It. So uh, how are you, man? So like, how are you, dude? Doing good, man. Doing good. Doing good? Uh, working. Working grinding, hard. Working hard. Every day. Gotcha, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about it, man. Doing all right besides that. Awesome. You get the new promotion, I heard. Yes. Got the got new, promotion. new promotion. So, how, so yeah, what's was, that all about? I've been working at uh, Cintas. It's, uh, it's a Fortune 500 company. It's, pretty, it's, it's a decent place to work. I like it. I just, uh, I've been in the trenches working there, in the like, bottoms of the, the bridges trenches. there. Yeah. So uh, just got a big promotion there. Going to have a, the, uh, a service sales representative. So yeah. going to be working there, just like have managing my own accounts and stuff. Like, Awesome. Giving them their uniforms, doing their service. Yeah, and you've been there for how long? I know you've been been there there for a little bit. Yeah, two and a half years. Yeah, two and a half years. I was an assistant service representative before that. Now I'm like full 
service representative. Awesome. Yeah. There you go. So you're, mo- you're moving on up as you go. Yep. So is there like an end goal you want in this job or um, do you want to just move, keep on moving up on, in, in the rankings or? Yeah, from here, uh, usually people that are service representatives there, my brother-in-law, Logan, he actually got me into it. Yeah, Logan Pitts. Shout Logan, out Logan yeah. Pitts. <laughs> yeah, he got me into it. And uh, so he's been there for like probably like six or seven years and he makes pretty decent money. So like, yeah, yeah I just been grinding, working, working at that one. And then uh, from there, you can like go into like sales and other stuff, and like they, they hire with from within a lot. So if you just work hard and just do your job and like yeah. just show out and like be talkative, competitive, you can uh, go. You can go a lot there. Yeah, you can grow. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So that's in Hammond, right? Yeah. So you live in Saint John. Yes. Relocated John. from Dyer. Yep. So how was how was that Dyer situation? Like how was fantastic? How was that ten twenty <laughs> Van Buren? Fantastic. Yeah. So how was your upbringing? So how how, how was like your your yeah. the, how, how was ten twenty Van Buren? Ten twenty Van Buren. It was great. Or place actually, what me. is ten twenty? Ten twenty Van Buren, Van Buren so the is know. the address of my old house. Great house. Yeah. Where I was where I was born basically, and um, there we had like great neighbors. We had like block parties all the time. Like every year we had. Yeah. Wide open doors in like every house in the neighborhood, and mm-hmm. my neighbor Rodney would come over. Oh freaking, yeah, Johnny B, how you doing? Talking oh, yeah. to my dad, drink, <laughs> drink, drinking beers. Like yeah. it was just fun times watching football on Sundays. Yeah. Just like the vibes were always great there, man. Yeah, like a great. perfect household yep. to raise a family and exactly. perfect environment. You had, mm-hmm. I know Johnny's neighbors were amazing when because I used to go to Johnny's house. Mm-hmm. This was like my whole, like basically my whole Sundays was was going to Johnny's house watching football and. Basically, as a little kid, we'd, we'd always go there for Johnny's for holidays and stuff. And 1020 Van Buren was a special place, man. That was a special place. <laughs> a lot place. of bets went down there, too. A lot, a lot of, of bets. bets. A lot of bets. I know a lot of listeners yeah. out there, people that are going to be listening to this, they uh, they probably did make a bet in that basement. Yep. And yes, that was a good it was a good basement. It was a good environment. It was a... Uh, it was really fun, man. It, it wasn't. It wasn't like a big, big house, but no, the, yeah, it, was always, it was always like a just a perfect size just for everything. They had yeah. the basement where sports were going down. You had yeah, the you garage. Everybody's takes there, man. It was like my my like neighbors and my dad. He like they had some bad takes like at the table, oh but like it's God, just fun yeah. listening to their takes, like exactly. watching the game and just like laughing. It was just it was fun, man. It was yeah, it was. Time. It was a fun time because that you had you had different personalities all come together because yeah. everyone had their own sense of of what they thought of the game. <laughs> especially my uncle Johnny's, uh, oh, my yeah. my godfather Johnny's, um, Johnny's uh, dad. He he has some really good takes and it's, and they, they just make me laugh, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like I need to have him on the podcast for an episode because yeah. he he he's, he's electric too. It's just so many different personalities that would go there, and it was always it was a good memory every time I left that house. It was, and then unfortunately. The, the movement yeah, the happened. Move, the, the move, move kind of changed things. Was there bit, was there a certain reason why you guys moved out of 1020 or was not really? Just, my parents just they lived there for about like 20, 20 something, 23 years I think before we moved. Years, yeah, it was man, like from insane. 1997 to like 2020 I think. So yeah, yeah they were they just were kind of done living in the same house for a while. They just wanted to get a nicer house. I new guess. senses, new scenery. Yep, yeah, new scenery exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, dang, yeah, 1020 Van Buren. Mm-hmm. So now, so now where, are you, where are you located at now? Now I'm in St. John. Okay. It's a decent house. Still living with my parents, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's, I, like, I like the house. It's got yeah. a nice pool and everything, yeah. Nice, oh, yeah, nice perfect, house, yeah. perfect outdoor. Perfect a lot, outdoor a lot scene. of, like, Dairy Queen's right down the street. Liquor <laughs> store right down the street. Yeah. A lot, a lot of grocery meat, stores. Meat shop right, right there. there. Welch's meat. Yeah. That's convenient for uh, this new house, yeah. Absolutely, it. absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
that's 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 a good spot for the for the summertime. This new this new spot. Obviously, we miss we miss the old 1020 Van Buren <laughs> memories. Yep. Miss the vibes, that. But yeah, I mean, the vibes are a little off, but it's okay. It's yeah, I mean, it's not that they're off. It's just this is different. It's not. It's, the, not, it's not the like the the small family where like the generations like come together because like when watching games there, it's like my parents yeah. are usually like upstairs doing stuff, and there's mm-hmm. the neighbors aren't no neighbors really. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this new house, this kid hold a lot of people that want to come over for the summer times and me and johnny's family like we have such a big huge family we have my our grand our grandparents they had eight kids Mm -hmm. and um all eight all eight kids had 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 kids and now we're we're getting we're getting older now i think the oldest one is who's the oldest grandkid now out of of the family it had to be probably natalie i think she's what four 40s i think Mm -hmm. now which is insane that even like She's she's forty now, and then the low. I think the low, youngest one would be Joey. No, yeah, what Joey. I, Joey's so I, like twenty. So there was I think twenty something of us, like maybe twenty something of us. Yeah, I'm not the no, all I'm, live in the same area. Tri checks don't don't come at our heads. Yeah. If we don't know the exact exact <laughs> yeah, right. uh, number of it, but I think it's in, in the twenties. So mm-hmm. the oldest being like forty years old, and then the youngest being Joey, which is our little cousin, which is like not little. He's like what nineteen yeah, years he's old 20, now. He's so like we're all almost. growing up, and this new house is perfect for these outdoor. Like festivities, yeah, like exactly. Fourth of July, maybe parties. or pool parties in the summertime. Whenever it's nice out, everyone every weekday is drinking. Basically, yeah, yeah. everyone <laughs> everyone just there. merges yeah. over to that new house. Yeah, it's, it's it's a good spot. It really is a good spot. I mean, probably this next week is the Super Bowl. We'll probably go go there, have oh, yeah. a good time, and mm-hmm. so definitely that definitely the spot. But ten twenty, miss it. Yeah, miss it. Heart, the heart, the vibes. heart's there. The heart's I actually there. drove past it like last week just to. Just to see just it. See it again, man. Had to. It's a good spot, man. <laughs> it was, dude. It was a good spot. Yeah. So, uh, so for your for your future, do you plan mm-hmm. on staying at this house? Like, for, oh no. Um, uh, with this new promotion, I think. Yeah. I think I can move out in probably year, year and a half, and then mm-hmm. from there, I don't know. I don't know where I want to go. I don't know if I want to move away from like the fam. I kind of would rather just stay around here. Yeah. Maybe find a place like St. John, Lowell, Crown Point area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Just. We have a good family, man. Mm-hmm. We really do. It's hard really to move get, away from it. It really is hard to move away from what we have here. It's just like growing up, me and Johnny, like every single weekend, it was just like hanging out with the cousins. Like it was, that's just what it was. <laughs> yeah, it was like was. every, every single, almost mm-hmm. every other weekend, there was a family party with some, we're celebrating someone's birthday or we're just doing a gathering. Like we, we're, we're so close as a family and shout out Tri-Checks, man. Like <laughs> shout out, sh- like actually shout them out. Like they're actually yeah. the, the, the best, man. They actually are. And, uh, so moving on, the new house is coming. So yep. next week we got the uh, we got the Super Bowl Super Bowl party. Mm-hmm. We're celebrating, obviously, birthday boy John. I, I, oh, I forgot yeah. that's out totally on me yeah, as a host. I How could I too. not? How could I not say this is? We're getting old. It's hard to yeah. like, you don't really celebrate John's, birthday yeah, as much. John's yeah. birthday was yesterday, so happy birthday, John! Appreciate happy it. birthday! And uh, usually we uh, we all come together for a uh, little party for during the Super Bowl. Usually, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And um, so this so this upcoming Super Bowl, really exciting. Mm-hmm. What Definitely. What are your expectations in especially this Super Bowl that we have coming up? Like, what are what do you think is going to happen? What's your analysis of it? Like, what do you think? Oh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a good game, obviously, because Patrick Mahomes and you, you can't really can't knock, you can never count him out. Mm-hmm. Just like the Tom Brady effect, he's going to be there every year. You can't count him out. But uh, something tells me that Niners team is really hungry this year. Mm-hmm. I think they want it bad. Are you a Brock Purdy, like, are you a fan? Like, I mean, not not a fan, but are mm-hmm. you, do you think this guy is elite caliber? Do you think this guy is a Super Bowl winning quarterback? Like, do you think he's the guy? Like, if, is he the guy for San Fran moving forward 15, 20 years? 
all year I've been saying, no, he's not. But within the 49er system, yes, he can get him there. He can get him there and get the job done. Mm-hmm. Just and perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. He can, yeah, he can get a job done. But is he top 12 talent? No. But, like, absolutely, he, that's not. not what the 49ers need. But exactly. Yeah. Like you said, they, that's not what they need. Exactly, mm-hmm. 100%. And like you said, the system. The system, yes, the system. in, the in San Fran. Tree, like, yes. that system is – you can, you can fit any quarterback in there as long as he can read defenses, throw the ball, like, mm-hmm. he'll, get, he'll like get the job done. Jimmy G, I mean, he was he almost okay. there. Oh, he was almost there. Oh, almost <laughs> there. I mean, but like, as you said, Shanahan's system, what they have in San Fran, they have a really good, really good system and they have really good players, man. Exactly. They really have, they put, like, if we're comparing situations here with Brock Purdy and we'll, we'll say Justin Fields just because, like, we're <laughs> yeah. Chicago fans, yeah. right? You, you, you compare the situations these guys were brought into. Night and I day. mean, night and day, yeah. <laughs> night and day. So it's like I'm not gonna, I'm not taking anything away from Brock Purdy of what mm-hmm. he's accomplished. He's playing really good football. You say he has really bad first halves, as we've seen mm-hmm. Green Bay and what was it, uh, Detroit, yeah, Green Bay and Detroit. Detroit, bad first halves, but he has played really well in the second yep. half. That like back against the wall, down two Making scores. What, would they, who, who, what were they down against? Detroit was it 17 or, or 14 I want to say they were down three scores oh, no they're down they're almost down three scores because Campbell wouldn't kick that field goal remember Campbell it was, it was 14 mm-hmm. wasn't it I think it was I don't know it might have been more yeah I, 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 I want to say it was 14 or 17 yeah. but I know he was down two wow. two scores and rookie quarterback in a situation like that I mean he played really well for them to be in the Super Bowl exactly. right now so my thing I, I don't know I know um my buddy Marco was talking about it but in Vegas, so sports betting terms, mm-hmm. Vegas is telling you, Patty Mahomes is a underdog again for the again. third was third straight game. Third now? straight game. Third straight game. Patrick Mahomes is an underdog. So what is Vegas really telling you? Like, is Vegas mm-hmm. telling you that they're gonna like they're giving Mahomes like his props, but they're giving him as an underdog? So it's like, are they really? Like, do they really believe Patrick Mahomes is gonna take it for this game yeah. especially? Like, it's gonna be interesting. I think they're giving a lot of respect to that Niners whole entire team right like their their defense is i mean it's kind of been a little bit rough the last like two weeks because they let jordan love and golf have huge halves on them but mm-hmm. i think they can put it together obviously and then their offense has just been doing the same thing they're a juggernaut and i think they're giving a lot of respect to the niners and i think it's well deserved i think i think they're going to be able to ground and pound on them this game on the chiefs and just straight cmc yep. work just yep. ate a pop First down. 25 carries he needs at least. Like, he, 20, needs, he needs 20 to 25. You need to give him the ball, run it down these guys' throats. Do you think he has a chance to win uh, MVP? Who, Purdy? CMC. Oh, yes. Of okay. course. I, that's my favorite to win MVP, I think. Is, you, you think is so? CMC. I think he's like plus 450. Yeah, if he has like mm-hmm. two touchdowns for 110 yeah, even yards. Even 100 yards and a touchdown. I mean, I, and he's going to get receiving work too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but I think they can run it. I think the Chiefs' defense is like 18th or 19th against the rush. Like, mm-hmm. You can run on that team. Nobody usually runs on the Chiefs right now. Like Baltimore you Ravens. Said it, you said it last week. <laughs> like Baltimore Ravens. Your whole identity is run the ball, yep. set up stuff all play action. It's like why go away from your identity yeah, in a game that it's like it's it's his most important game of the year mm-hmm. and you go away from your identity and you put Lamar Jackson in the pocket. It's like oh, oh yeah, man, he threw like what, thirty something Maybe more. He only ran, they only ran the ball what six times. You said it, I don't know if it was six. Or it was it was a low number. It was, it was like it yeah. was a confusing <laughs> was number really to me. Which is like what are what are the coaching staff? What are they looking at? Like is mm-hmm. do they see holes that we're not seeing in the, in their defense? But obviously they did, and they scored. How many points did they score? Like 
Not a lot. Yeah, it was like 10. Yeah, 13. 10 points. Yeah, I mean, obviously, a Zay Flowers, like, fumble oh, yeah. at the, at, yeah, at the goal line is, is pretty tough. But, I mean, still, though, like, your whole thing is 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 Lamar Jackson to get out in the pocket, play action, like, let him do some plays. Like, don't don't put him in the pocket and just let him just yeah, die. Yeah, like, exactly. He just yes. died almost. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was. They were – and I don't think the 49ers will do that. Well, you know they won't do that. Yeah, no. Like they're exactly. they're going to run first team. Like, they they will run the ball. They will, and they will run play action on you. Yeah, exactly. They'll run it down your throats. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's dude. why I think I think the 49ers will win this game. You got 49ers? Yeah. What's your prediction score, score-wise? Somewhat low scoring. I don't know what the total is. I, I forgot to look. I would say probably about, like, 27 – 23, something like that, 27, 23, 27, 24. Because around 50 points then. For yeah, the first, yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's average for a Super Bowl for mm-hmm. sure. I think that for this game especially, Chiefs, if they play their caliber of defense that they've been, been playing, they've been playing lights out. I yeah, feel like yeah. everyone's talking about Patrick Mahomes, Taylor Swift. Everyone's talking about these like offensive guys. <laughs> yeah. Where are – where, where, where's the flowers for how good this defense is, exactly. is playing? Chris Jones, like getting to the quarterback, like with ease. Like I'm not sure what their their corners. Corners. And, I think it's like McDuffie. McDuffie. And, I forgot who. Yeah, the other. dudes. Na- they're just. They they're, have two All Pros, pretty much on defense on the secondary, and like when you have two All Pros in the secondary, and you got Chris Jones up front. Yeah, it's like they it's, put some respect on the Chiefs' defense for yeah. once. Like give them their flowers because they've been playing lights out. They shut down a Baltimore Ravens team that mm-hmm. almost everyone had. Baltimore Ravens in the Super Bowl. Like yeah, exactly. after that game against San Fran, everyone had Baltimore in the Super Bowl. Like that was that was the team. No doubt. I I, I couldn't believe I, that was my team. Yeah. yeah. S- <laughs> same with me. Same with me. And Dallas Cowboys smacked oh, myself yeah. in the yeah, back of the head. Back to back years for me on that. Now one. we know. <laughs> now we know. Dallas is one of those teams yeah. we cannot. Nope. That's just not talking. I'm done about. getting behind them. I, I the Marine talk got to me. To them mar- hanging with the them training with the Marines. Exactly. So like, yeah, the <laughs> listeners out there. The Dallas Cowboys preseason trained with like U.S. Marines. Yep. Like they had U.S. Marines come in and like train them. Like hopefully put them in a better mental it, state. He was, he was slinging it at the second half of the year. He was, he was it. It's, I, I cannot believe Dak Prescott is not going to win MVP this year. I, yeah. Lamar, Lamar Jackson, dude, if you see his, his stats this low. year, low. It's just his team was so good. But yeah. I, I give him his flowers. Mm-hmm. He did play well. Yeah, the number one team usually. Gets number one team. Yeah. No, the quarterback that leads the team is probably going to get MVP, yeah. but MVP was – this is a Mickey Mouse award. This yeah, year. We, I was about to say, we got – that's 100% a Mickey Mouse award. Mm-hmm. But so you have 49ers over over the, the Chiefs. You? For me, dude, I, I also have the 49ers mm-hmm. just because, as, as I said with the, the Vegas thing, it's like Vegas is really going to make Pat Mahomes an underdog three times in a row. Yeah, exactly. And do you think – it's going to happen three times in a row. I I cannot believe that. If mm. it was like a minus one ten each side, that's when I could be like, make okay, make me yeah. think a little more. But they're giving they're giving Chiefs two points, which I mean, two points aren't aren't a lot, but two points. I mean, they kind of are a lot in in a mm-hmm. Super Bowl at least. Like you're giving someone two, oh, two yeah. points. Like it's not. I mean, it's not zero zero. No, nope. it's two zero off the bat. So, yeah, I think I think like you said, CMC is going to settle. The, Settle this this defense down. He's, mm-hmm. he's going to get some yards. That's going to set up some play action with Brandon Ayuk, with Debo Samuel, exactly. Tittle getting open. I think they're due too, man. I feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are Niners fans out there. They're in a blender, <laughs> blender, man. They haven't had that bowl yet. They it's, haven't had. They think they're like the the Showtime. They're actually they're like kind of like the the Celtics actually because the Celtics they won they won low in two thousand eight mm-hmm. and they like. They go around town thinking they're like the number one team every year. Exactly. Yeah, but like they haven't won in a while. Same with the Cowboys, but the 49ers, 
90s? 90s. Everyone in a while, but 90s. like their fans are like. Their fans think they're, they're some top dog. <laughs> There's some top G out there or something, no, right? Know. But like they are due. They are due. Like Kittle said, he will, he will be back here and I. They're back, so he's, they're, they're back, hungry. Man. They're a good team too. They deserve it. Obviously, they, they were the it. best team in the NFC. They, the they were the best team in the NFC, without a doubt. Like the whole year, the only team that I thought that would compete with them would be Dallas. But obviously, you saw Dallas die. But yeah. I mean, not NFC. That was that was San Fran's NFC. Everyone knew that that was San Fran's NFC. Mm-hmm. Unless like you're watching the Detroit Lions 49ers game in the first half, that's when you're like, oh, okay, maybe <laughs> got maybe scared, they, for, a yeah, got scared yeah. for a little bit. But then Dan Campbell obviously shot himself in the foot. <laughs> That's what usually happens with Dan yeah. Campbell. He, <laughs> I, I can't believe it, man. I cannot believe that they actually pulled off that win. But yeah, I think I think San Fran. I think San Fran beats them like by ten. By I, 10? I, I'm not gonna. I think it's like by by ten here. I think I think Pat Mahomes just gets stunned. I think Fred Warner has a crazy game where he's just he's he's literally everywhere on the field. <laughs> I think that who's their uh, their D lineman? Not Bosa. It's the uh, guy in the they middle. Armstead. Armstead. Yeah. I think Armstead. Like shows up to the game and that ends up getting a couple sacks. I yeah. think that this this defense that San Fran has hasn't played to what they are expected to. And I think that with the bright lights now, with everyone's watching them, they're gonna come out. They're gonna come out swinging. They're gonna hold Pat Mahomes to I think less than twenty. I'm putting less than twenty points. They're gonna hold Pat Mahomes in the Chiefs' I mean, offense to less than twenty. Mm-hmm. I think it's possible. But yeah, I got, I got, I got Forty Niners, <laughs> man. I got Forty ers But moving on. Johnny, right here. We we watched a lot of Chicago Bears football. A lot oh, of yeah. Chicago. Like we watched me and Johnny. We, we we go way back from I don't even know when. Like from when I first started watching the Bears. I don't even know when I first started watching them. But they're with birth. Yeah, birth <laughs> since birth, right? Fans since birth. But the Chicago Bears are me and Johnny's team. Like mm. these, this, this is our team. Number we love this team. Number one in Chicago. This mm. is this is our this is our team here and. We got a situation on our hands here, Johnny. <laughs> it's a good situation, though. It, it is. is a great. It's a yeah. great situation. Um, what are your opinions on the current situation? What do My you? My opinions have to say? on the current situation are. I really think we should listen to Ryan Poles, though. I, he's he's been guiding us pretty pretty well in these two years that he's been GM. Back to back number one picks. None of them. I mean, well, they were ours, but like he came, he got he got to the Bears with like a. Dismantled roster was terrible. Awful. Yeah. Wow. 2022. Mm-hmm. Oh it, was, my gosh. it was gross. Like the first year, of course, we're not going to win any games. And we got the first pick. That was kind of the goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then second year, made the trade, got DJ Moore, mm-hmm. got some picks. That ended up being the first pick. I think we should just, whatever he does here, roll with it, be happy. Be but happy. what I think we should do, I kind of like Caleb Williams. I really do. Right, but okay. okay. I mean, I I would pick Caleb Williams probably because I I think he can be what Patrick Mahomes is right now, and I think that's what you're shooting for is like upside when in the draft. I I get it. We can trade him for a boatload of picks if we can get a crazy package like Poles already has done. Obviously, I'm not going to complain about it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where my stance is on. So you're really just follow whatever Coach Poles has. Yep. But you let are. Poles cook. But yeah, let Poles cook. <laughs> But you are a Caleb Williams. You you think this guy is gonna be the new guy? Do you I, do you believe he's generational talent as yes. I hear on ESPN? Do you, do, I, okay. I do. Okay. There there is tape. I, I've seen tape. This guy mm-hmm. this guy's really good. This guy's really good. It's just Justin Fields for me. Maybe with Fields is he really hasn't had that chance to really excel in 
in like is his development. You know what I mean? Mm. 2022 was one of the worst rosters I've ever seen on an NFL team. <laughs> like our defense was god awful. Our offense was god awful. Like he has no one to throw to in 2022. He's what do you have? Three wins? Yeah. And like so. it's all it, it's all shoved in his face. Like oh you're the problem here. But I mean no. Like this team is so bad. Like and exactly. then you bring in a guy like DJ Moore, and then you see wins start it coming. Clicked. It, it clicked. clicked. DJ Moore had, I think, his best season best of his season career, ever. right? Is yeah. that what it was? I'm just, mm-hmm. but oh, way over a thousand yards. I think it was, I want to say 1,300 yeah. yards. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I mean, quote me if I'm wrong, but he had a really good year. He was just always open. Always open, ex- exactly. He and makes I think, our offense run. And I think that Fields, what Fields needs is like a, maybe another option to, to that someone's getting open for him. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I mean, Darnell Mooney. Don't get me wrong; he's not bad, but I mean, we've lost games this year because of Darnell Mooney dropping right. passes, and then. I mean, there's there's been games that we we see, and it's like you see the end result, Bears lost, but you don't see the actual stuff that happens in the game. Like if you see like receivers are dropping passes way too often in this exactly. offense, dude, this way mm-hmm. too often. And I think that in the beginning of the year we were lost. We our offensive coordinator didn't trust our quarterback. Mm-hmm. Our quarterback didn't even trust our offensive coordinator. He was he was bashing them in, in interviews. Exactly. It's like you can't have a winning product when you got guys bashing each other. It's like, no, it's not exactly. going to happen. The culture was off. The vibe was a little off. It was completely off. And, like, Everflus, he, there's, there's been interviews with Everflus that he said, like, he Everflus was backing up Justin Fields in these offensive meetings. Like, he mm-hmm. was he was sticking up for his quarterback. And I think Ryan Pulse sees that, which I, which I, which I think, which is why Everflus yeah, is the only one here and everyone else is hit the road jack. Like, see ya. Like, gone. We, we're mm-hmm. not going to see you anymore. Luke Getze, I think Luke Getze killed the Chicago Bears last year. <laughs> I, I'm being serious. He killed our team, dude. But mm. some of his plays, man, especially that play in Tampa Bay, dude, how are you going to call a back-to-back screenplay on the <laughs> same side, and how do you not expect a a, just, uh, a veteran D lineman to just read the play? Obviously pick it off. I mean, exactly. it's, it's obvious. Like, trust your quarterback. Let this dude throw downfield. Like, let, like, let him air out. I think Justin Fields towards the end of the year was progressing very well, and I think that – Poles knows what which way to go. He knows mm-hmm. what talent is because there's obviously there's good plays happen occasionally, and sometimes Fields looks looks really really bad. I, I get it, but it's just I think Poles knows if is this guy gonna be really it, and if he really is it, let's go with let's, let's go on, move on, let's mm-hmm. pick a receiver, let's get an old lineman, let's do that, or do we just take number one? Poles is going to know, like you said, mm-hmm. let Poles cook. He's going to know what to do. Exactly. And we're all going to be fine that way. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm praying Chicago Bears are in a playoff game soon. <laughs> I, the last playoff game I've seen was, what was it? No, nah, it was probably 2019. No, but the was, one, oh, yeah. 2019 was the Saints one. I don't even count, count that one. Yeah. I don't even count that one. No. I don't even remember the game. I remember this, the I one remember, drop pass. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky won the MVP. <laughs> yeah. Nickelodeon. <laughs> Nickelodeon, right, dude? That's the only thing that guy's yeah. won in his life, exactly. dude. Awful. <laughs> exactly. But I, I don't even count that 2019 playoff no. game. But the, the last game, I was in your basement. And we we oh, saw Jesus. it. It was that, that had to be the most heartbreaking moment of like. Oh, that was, yeah, that was a, probably sports. the worst moment of my sports fandom right there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That was it. That that miss, dude. That miss kick, dude. I remember just like, remember you threw like the the Christmas tree no, over or something I, like that. I know. Or you threw I was, a remote or something. I was mad. I was standing and I had one foot like on the the like the leg of the bar stool, and he missed the kick, and I freaking like 
<laughs> kicked my foot, dude. <laughs> and like the chair went flying right into the Christmas tree, like bent it a little bit. It, it was didn't like, break it. It, didn't it was break like it. fucking do- oh, it was like dominoes. <laughs> yeah, it was, it like was like dominoes. actually like dominoes, dude. It was hilarious. Oh man. no, the worst part about that is I like I went outside. I was so mad. I had to get some air. And my dad was outside. He was in the garage mm-hmm, watching yeah. it like with the neighbors. So I went out and just talked to them. And then I came back inside and Brenna goes, Johnny, what happened? Oh, my girlfriend, Brenna, sorry. She's like, Johnny, what happened? I just looked at her and I was like, not now. It's like you can't. It's like read, no. it's like read the room. Exactly. Read the room. It's a bad something bad happened because yeah. obviously it's silent. But the best part about John's basement is so we were watching the game in his basement and you could hear like there's like a window that leads to his backyard and his backyard is his, his garage yeah. is there and that's where like all of his neighbors and then my uncle and his buddies were all there. And then as soon as he missed that kick, I remember hearing like every cuss word in the book was, oh, was getting yeah, launched was in that uh, in that uh, garage. garage, dude. It was it was funny, but then again, like it was so sad. Like just thinking to just the year that we could have had, just the, mm-hmm. we could have seen a Super Bowl. Like it, it would have been awesome to see that. Yeah, because that team went on to win the Super Bowl. The Eagles, exactly. Nick Foles, man. Nick Foles. <laughs> Nick Foles. And then he came to Chicago, and, and then it was fool's gold. It was man. fool's gold. <laughs> fool's gold. <laughs> it was bad. It's. Oh, I just. Chicago is such a tough time to be a fan right now, dude. Like all we all we all suck. We have dude. no teams. We have no teams. Dude. We can't root. For, I mean, we're gonna we're still gonna root because we're Chicago fans. But I mean, we're. White Sox fans, we're Bears fans, we're Blackhawks fans. These are bottom feeder teams in the league right now. These are bad teams. And, like, exactly. we have to say that we root for them because, like, we're real fans. Mm-hmm. I know there's fake fans out there that will, will say, oh, I'm a fan of this guy like now, but, like, they weren't fans when they were going through nope. the rough stretches. But I feel like, like when you're a fan of teams now – Mm-hmm. The wins mean that much better. Exactly. When, There's not enough loyalty in sports nowadays. Man. Oh, my. Not. I love that you said that. <laughs> yeah. I love that you said that. I know someone that is a Golden State Warriors fan and also a Kansas City Chiefs fan at the same time. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, if I could pick two teams in my, in my mind, if I'm like 2018, 2019, if I could pick two teams in my mind that have dynasties in – Two major sports. I'm picking the Golden State Warriors, yep. and I'm picking the Both Kansas City teams. Chiefs. And the people listening, you know who you are, of who this person <laughs> is. And it's just so funny to me that he's a, a fan of both these th- both these guys. But like, he he says he's a fan. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna respect it. You know what I mean? I can't I, you can't like not not respect someone's call or anything that yeah. they're a fan of someone. But, but there's it's just like, no fun in that, dude. Like, there's no fun in that. You can't just like, oh, this team's winning. Oh, I'm just gonna become a fan of them and be happy when they win. Like, no, dude, it doesn't work that way. But like, no. we're, we're sports guys. Like, mm-hmm. you need to have that fandom. You need to have that that bad negative exactly. like, sort of like energy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if your teams are bad, you're gonna get that that cat or like that call where it's like, wow, your team's doing really bad. Right now. <laughs> yeah, like, right. dude, like in the group chats, like, oh, your team's awful. Like, it's, they look awful today. Like, you guys are awful. Exactly. It's like you're gonna hear that, obviously, and it's like. That's being a fan. Like mm-hmm. you got to live through that. And once you live through that, and your team is good, um, it may, oh, it's that much sweeter, dude. Exactly. It is that it much took sweeter. The words out of my mouth. Exactly what I was gonna say. It makes it so much nicer. Yes, every, so much. Exactly. I think Bears. I think Bears will be back in a little bit, dude. I think Bears will be back. Yeah, we're making the playoffs probably this year. Yeah. One thing I will never do going forward. I'm gonna be a fan. I'm not gonna be a sports better because mm-hmm. I. <laughs> oh, with the Bears, you're saying? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No more. No more. <laughs> I will not. Tail the Bears. I, will, I don't care if they're given 14 at home against the Carolina Panthers. I just I, I'm, I'm gonna go back to being a fan. And they win games. I'm gonna be happy. When they lose games, I'm gonna I'm gonna be sad. 
It's a good way to look at it. Because if you were if you weren't doing that before, like we've all lost a lot of money on the Bears. Oh my god, oh, dude, sports betting. Oh my. Remember goodness, that one dude. game at uh at your house, the Redskins Thursday night football at last year. Oh my gosh, man. Of Darnell Mooney. Dar- <laughs> Speaking of Darnell Mooney. <laughs> Can't get across the oh, goal line. Can't no. get us like a, a, a extension of an arm. But no, his arms are probably like I don't even know how. Like a ruler, Vilas Jones, those are ruler arms in that game. Ruler long arms that he's got. <laughs> like, he's just too small. He's just, he's too little. He can't make plays. But that's just, that's just the. Uh, we're not gonna talk about the negative. We're gonna mm, exactly. So we're in that spot now. But I know we know that it's it's coming. The, the bears the bears are gonna be coming. But yeah, that night was dude. That night was awful. I think I had what fifteen quiet. of our buddy. I think I had fifteen of our of our buddies oh. there, and I think everybody had. Had to have had over a hundred bucks oh, yeah. on him. I think. I think someone said. I think it was uh, Andrew that mm-hmm. said it. W- it was like close to th- like three grand on on the Bears that night, or twenty five hundred. It was. It was a crazy n- number because I know like me and Marco did like a uh, like a um, what is it a promo thing where like, on, on what what app was that? It was one app where they were doing the promo where it was bet five you get two hundred free bets. Got I, it. They yeah. all just threw mm-hmm. all the money on it on Bears because like. Bears we were what? We had that game. That was we our did. game. We did. Yeah. It was it was one of the worst Bears losses I've seen in a while. <laughs> it, it was it, I don't I don't even know what happened. It's like you get a bunch of fourth downs in like go for it territory. Felix Jones dropped the punt. Also. Oh my god, that that that's what yeah. killed. I think that's what killed the whole <laughs> yeah, the is. whole game because the Redskins were getting uh, the, com- the Commanders. Yeah. The, the 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 Commanders were were getting were getting pressed up. They were doing nothing, dude. They were mm. doing the whole game until that. Felix yeah. Jones dropped it, and then they had Flip all the momentum, the and then they scored. I think that possession, yep, right? Scored touchdowns. We well, the score had to be like it, it was, <laughs> I think it was seven to six, dude. Was it like seven to six? Nine. It was. It was some weird yeah, score, it was something like that. But it was like not more than twenty points in no. total in the score. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, that was that was a brutal game. A lot of a lot of my buddies and, and me and John, we were we were sad. Five man. grand lost that night. In the we basement. were, dude. We were sad. <laughs> it was it was bad, dude. It was it, it was a bad time, but. That's what sports betting is, man. That's what it's like. You're gonna have those highest of highs and then the lowest of lows, but like, you gotta you gotta just weather the storm. Mm-hmm. And one person that knows how to weather the storm is Johnny <laughs> Trichek right here. So Johnny, with sports betting, right? What is your approach to sports betting? Like, what do you what do you do that the average better doesn't do? And how are you? more profitable than those other betters that just don't don't do yeah. any research or anything? So what do you? Yeah. Yeah, the best way to gamble is just you always got to have you got to gamble responsibly. The only they got the 1 9 they got the 1-800 numbers. Mm-hmm. left and right, you can see everywhere you can look, you can see them. They're telling they're giving you the clue right there. You got to have like your limits to like your bets. So you got to have like a unit system just responsibly. What is that? Gamble. What is what is a unit system? Like what unit break that Unit down. system is like say you have Five thousand dollars to gamble with, or like a thousand dollars you want to gamble with. We'll do. We'll use a thousand dollars. You want to bet with like one to five percent of your bankroll on every play, which in one percent would be like a unit. Mm-hmm. That would be like ten dollars. So you had a thousand dollar bankroll. Ten dollars is one unit. Mm-hmm. So you every game you look at it, you're like, okay, I really like this game. You like go through it, see what you like about it, and then. If you really love the game, some people they'll bet like, oh, I'm gonna bet a thousand dollars on. I'm gonna bet everything I got. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow you can't bet because you lost it. Yeah. <laughs> like so, what you want to do is just keep on like having bites at the apple. You know, you just and then if you're good enough, you win fit over fifty percent of your games. You're prop, you're profiting and you're having fun gambling. 
Exactly. Hey, could, could you say you're 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 profitable better? I could yeah. say I, I, I could probably mm-hmm. say that you're you're, yeah, you're profitable I mean, better. Pretty, all of us like that watch games like like me you like a lot of our buddies were we could we're when we pick winners over fifty percent of our time, but like not a lot of people in the public will they'll make parlays or like they'll just throw all their money on a game and start and they'll lose and then they'll start chasing it then they'll mm-hmm. run out of money. Yeah. Yeah. So you're taking a different approach exactly. instead of winning winning it all in one bet. You, you just keep on winning and keep keep chipping away at make it. Make a mountain out of a molehill, basically. Yeah, yeah that's what that's was that? Make a mountain out of a molehill. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Mountain. Out, that might be the title of this this, this <laughs> podcast episode. I don't know. That's a that's a good one. Actually, I like yeah. that one. But yeah, it's just like like you said, the people in Vegas and the and the general public, they think that they can just get rich off just like one play. Like mm-hmm. and like you see on Twitter, you see these phonies like. Yo, Mega Mega Max Whale, ten unit, fifteen unit Johnson. Yeah. Like, I want all your units on this play <laughs> this today, like, and then they lose. And then what do you do? That's like it's like you need it. Them, like it didn't happen. Like yeah. I said, you gotta you gotta have some sort of system where you can just calm down mm-hmm. and not destroy your whole bankroll on one play. Like exactly. you can't you just can't do it. Is there any? So what do you do when you make a play? So you see, so you see. You see Chiefs versus uh, versus 49ers. What do you analyze? What, what are you looking, looking at? For the game? So yeah, what do you look at? Like first, in, in specific. Yeah, first what I'm gonna I'm look I'm looking at the game. I'm finding out. At first, I'm just gonna look at what I believe is gonna happen in the game. That's what I'm gonna first do. Mm-hmm. Like I think the Niners. Like I think their run game. I think they can run through the Chiefs. What I said there, the 18th ranked defense, rush defense. I think the Niners are one of the best running teams. I think they can beat them that way. There's other factors, and I think they can get the play action going and stuff like that. So I'll look at that, and then I'll look at, like, these things called, like, systems, which would be, like, home team, like, home dog in prime time, that kind of stuff. But, like, that, for the Super Bowl, it's hard to find stuff. There's no, not really many systems you can find. Mm-hmm. So you just want to look for, like, systems or, like, what you think you like in the better in the game, but also, like, money and, like, betting percentages. Like, I'll look at the Chiefs. I think they have 70% of the money. You don't really wanna. You wanna go on the other side of that most of the time. You wanna go for the Niners there, on the there. Nobody. The goal of like Vegas is they want to set up like the public basically. Mm-hmm. They like, they have geniuses picking these lines like, like what you said. Plus two, they're giving the Chiefs again underdog. Mm-hmm. All those people are just gonna bet like on the public. They're yeah. all gonna bet like with the Chiefs because they're like, oh my god, like, it's Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So you see all that money, you want to kind of like go away, go away from it. Okay, so you you look at the total amount of money being mm-hmm. bet. You look at where it's at, and there's also there's there's two different numbers for yeah, that, right? There's, so there's, there's the the betting percentage, which is like how much, well, the ticket number, which is how many tickets are being put on on the like the game, yeah. which is, and then there's also the total money. Yeah. So there's so, a, the, so the total amount of team so the total amount of tickets on that certain team there's yeah. one number and then there's mm-hmm. a total amount of actual money that's on that team and another number. Yeah. So you li- you look at both those numbers and kind of contrast. Mm-hmm. So say so like for instance for you so you so what would you do if like say if one team has a lot of money so say if like uh we'll we'll do an example IUN versus P- PNW say if IUN is favored and you think or IUN's favored and all the public, the public percentage is on it, but all the money is on the other team on PNW. Mm-hmm. So you would. So what, where, where would you so go? So what I do sense? on that is like, I've I've learned from a lot of different people is like, you want to stay under fifty. You want to like under total bets and 
with ticket and money, you want to be under 50% when you're, like, betting. That's, like, the best spot to be. But also, like, you want the tickets to be, like, say you want, like, 25% ticket money or ticket percentage and then 30% money, which is, like, a 5% difference. Mm -hmm. You want to be in that, like, 5 to 25% range. That's what I've heard is the number is the sweet spot for like gamblers like that's mm -hmm. where the sharp money is at so like where where the where the good there's the more good money betters. but there's like less tickets on the on the team yeah. which is indicating sharp money yeah sharp as in yeah. professional professional betters are putting more money on the game yeah and the public are putting like 10 5 dollars and you've been using this system for for yeah probably little under a year i've been tracking it yeah okay and you've been doing really well with it yeah it, it works. So. I'm hitting probably like 54, 55% right now, which is winning money. Yeah. But like, I'm still, still looking to grow on that, which is absolutely why I keep learning every day. Basically. Yeah, absolutely. I know a lot of listeners out there right now. They are sports gamblers, and they're always looking for the locks and stuff. And if there's one guy you need to hit up, I'm, I think you got to hit up my my boy John right here, man. I think John <laughs> knows. I, I think John knows a lot about sports betting and just about a lot about just the approach to it. I feel like a lot of people don't have the same mindset and approach to sports betting as John does where you can't get rich quick it's not a, it's not a get rich get rich quick scheme and the way John approaches it he chips away at it mm -hmm. he'll, have, he'll have good weeks good bad weeks it fluctuates but if you be smart with your money and you anal and you analyze you put you put aside a certain amount of money each mm -hmm. play you're you're putting yourself at a better chance to be profit instead of negative exactly and then as you're and then as you're winning more you can increase like how much you put on a game, which then you that shows like your progress. Like if you're as you're growing, you're gonna increase your bankroll because you're because you're winning. Mm -hmm. So you have more money that you can throw on games, and then you can get to like the five, you can get like from fifty bucks to hundred dollars a game. Yeah. Then two hundred dollars a game. Then Times, you're making like real money. And then, and then yeah. yeah, you're making real money at that point. Absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. So that's the goal. Exactly. <laughs> See, like, yeah. The exact opposite of a better is is me. That's what I like. <laughs> I do. I whatever John does, I do the opposite, and I suck. Like I <laughs> suck. I just get too emotional no, with yeah, my that's picks. That's the only thing with you is like that's that's a lot of people. It's just like people get really emotional with sports betting. Like they'll lose a game and they'll be mad, and like they'll like they'll want to get it all back and stuff. Mm -hmm. So like you just you need to stay calm and all like every, with every game. Just you lose. Get over it quick. Yeah. You win, get over it quick. You just mm -hmm. learn every time you win or lose, you just learn and move on to the next one. Yeah. Emotions, you gotta take emotions out of gambling. Exactly. As soon as you as soon as you have emotions in gambling, you're gonna be losing a lot of money. It's just like it's mm -hmm. not a good equation. And you be. know that with like poker and stuff like that. You can't Oh my god, yeah, exactly. If yeah. you 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 lose a hand and you get so mad your 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 mind is not Everybody's in the game. You're, too. you're not you're not making good calls. You're not you're not at your at your baseline. They say you're not at your controlled state of mind. Mm -hmm. You're not acting right. You're not being yourself. Like, you gotta calm down. You gotta take some deep breaths. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the that's the sports bet and stuff right there, man. That's 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 good stuff though, man. Because many people listening, they don't they don't understand that like at all. They don't understand the sports betting. At, mm -hmm. like, they, they, they don't understand the analytics behind Every, it. What everybody was there. I was there at that one point. Mm -hmm. I was three three years where I was. Just Throwing eight leg parlays like we we all would me and our buddies like you and our buddies we would yeah. make ten leggers mm -hmm. and just try to go for like ten grand yeah we almost got it a couple of times but it's hard dude. it's real it's <laughs> like the the percentage of you hitting those bets are I think less than a percent exactly like you gotta literally have a horseshoe like you mm -hmm. need to have like some crazy luck where did, where this stuff happens it's like 
it's 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 hard. Like mm-hmm. parlaying, like guys, parlaying is just it, this is not it, guys. Like yeah, and like the the true odds that you're like, say you're making a parlay and it's four legs. Mm-hmm. The true odds, if you type that in like a calculator and do math, like on, because that's what a lot of sports betting is, it's math. Yeah. And like when you look at the true odds of like parlays from compared to like what the odds that they give you on like the actual sports book, it's not even close. Yeah. Like you have like the worst margins like to win and like the percentage of getting a victory is like not even worth it to be throwing your money. You're like basically throwing your money away. That's yeah. why every you get odds boost on parlays every two seconds on every sports app, but they ain't giving you many straight bet odds boosts at it's all. It's got to be a parlay. It's yeah. got to be a same-game parlay. So, yeah, listening out there, do not go with – if you see the parlays advertised on, like, the banners, guys, do not take those. <laughs> I, I mean, they'll win, but I'm I'm telling you, the, the, win, the win percentage on those has to be, like, 20% at most. Like, yeah, it's not well. If they're advertising you on a sports betting website, like on their platform, advertising you a bet, it probably isn't the best bet. And yeah. it just hooks in all these people. I, I think that when it, on FanDuel, for instance, like they'll help, they'll advertise like a, uh, a bet and it's like, it's like 25,000 people placed it. I don't believe that 25,000 no. people placed it. I just think they have that there. So people will be like, oh, I'll just join the 25,000 people because they're yeah. smart. And, and then, it ends up being five touchdown scores in one game, and like you're just sitting there. That's like, got to be a scam. I believe. I believe that too. Yeah, it, it's got to be like one of those good, good marketing moves or good mm-hmm. advertising moves where it's like, oh, twenty five thousand people placed it. Like, yeah, that's the that's the move. Place <laughs> it, and then your money's just poof gone. Like it's hilarious. Yep. That's just uh, that's just handicapping though, and in sports betting, sports betting is not easy. Uh, you don't have to do it by any means. It's you don't have to do it. It like just makes the game more exciting. It mm-hmm. makes it makes hanging out with your buddies on like a random Tuesday night or something like, and you want we want to bet like college football or college basketball or anything. It makes it makes watching sports so much better that you throw like five bucks in the game. You don't, you don't gotta throw too much on it, but like throw whatever you want to throw on it to make it make, make the game more exciting. Because we we were li- like when we were like younger growing up. There wasn't anything we were worried about sports betting or anything. Yeah, exactly. We were so focused in sports that as soon as we started getting introduced to it, it was like, "Oh man, this is for us!" Like we knew it was for mm. us as soon as we did it. And we we've been sports betting for what? Since I was like oh, eighteen. Yeah, I was doing it when I was eighteen too. Yeah, it was. It's it's been it's been a long time. A long it's been time. a long time, dude. But as you learn, like you said, all the stuff that you've been saying, like you're not gonna get, you're not gonna learn that without experience. You're exactly. not gonna learn yeah. that without. It took me three and a half years even yeah figure that even see that stuff. exactly yeah. yeah so if there's if there's one person you guys need to to hit up for sports betting tips picks i think it's uh, i think it's johnny tricek right Appreciate here that. uh is there any platform that, that you're on right now or do you you want to look um, into some, something yeah i'm like still that? i'm still in the works i'm trying to like build a resume right now basically and just yeah. trying to have like i want to have like two years of my picks being like you can see that i have winners over time yeah before, I, before i'm not just wanna, i don't want to be just like talking out like my butt and you just like have to believe me exactly. i just want to be able to show you this is what i've been doing this is what i've been following come join me basically yeah, yeah. that's very do smart what like, i do yeah be uh what do they call that uh oh i'm trying to think that word um like where you're out there or where it's um not integrity it's not integrity but kind it's, of yeah like what is uh what's that word though transparent you gotta be yeah, transparent. transparent that's what i was transparent thinking and transparent because like a lot of these phonies on twitter and these people are I'll never show you what they, they show what winners is. they don't show long term so you you want to establish that two year of your place this is where i'm at this yeah. is what i'm this is what i'm hitting this is my percentage mm-hmm. i got track records to prove this so that's very smart of you yeah. obviously very smart but that's what you you're looking into yeah, do something I'm like that. Not, i'm not really i'm not on a platform yet i would probably 
Yeah. Probably in like another another year, I'd say. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, you got a lot of ball knowledge. You know mm-hmm. a lot about sports. I feel like, and you have good a good approach to it. I feel like you could be a really profitable better, and people will definitely help. Well, yeah. I feel like they would they would tip you because you have really good really good picks. Sometimes they definitely tip you on, on that stuff. So. Yeah, definitely keep that tracking all yep. up, up, dude. That'll that'll definitely be a good good thing to get into for still a side hustle. Some, exactly. Some side yeah, money. I still got. I'm and you're like 24, man. I got. I want to be able to do this when I'm 40, 50. Yeah, and be do able it, to live off of do it. Do it for fun, and people are texting you, "Hey, what's the pick?" Like that's exactly. got to make you feel a bit better. Okay, mm-hmm. this guy wants my wants my my opinion on it. That's got to make you feel a little bit. I mean, exactly, yeah. better about yourself because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, right, this guy's hitting me up because he needs to pick, <laughs> so I got you. So it's like, yeah, yeah. definitely. I, I know that business is going to be booming in a few years, but definitely keep keep that up, that tracking and stuff. Appreciate it. Definitely do that, but that's definitely that's definitely a fire move, John. <laughs> fire move. All right, is there anything else you you want to add to the uh, to the pot here? Or? I don't really got much. Yeah, no. Okay, for sure, for sure. So. With that being said, uh, we'll wrap it up here. So uh, feel free to reach out if you ever want to uh, come on an episode. Uh, I, I know I want to do a lot of a lot of episodes, different episodes. This was just the first one with Johnny, just just talking with him about about uh, sports, sports betting, Super Bowl stuff like that. But if anyone wants to come on, man, let me know. And um, hope everybody listening uh, has a uh, great day. And uh, I'll see you guys in the next episode.